Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. <clears throat> I am Joey. This is your co-host Scott. Hello, hello. Was that was that opening longer than I remember? No, it felt longer. <laughs> well, well, it was a little mishap in the beginning, so it was probably about oh, a well, minute longer because of the mishap. Possibly. <laughs> now, now, pardon me. I'm going to be opening one of these right now, so oh. excuse me. Been now, that kind of day. He just pointed a bottle of wine. I haven't put him on the the video feed yet. Uh, oh, what? I, look, I, Why I, am I not? Oh, because because I keep. I have my to screen. put a movie on in the background. Uh huh. And I was going to ask you what you wanted to put. Did you want to put one of the Silent House films? Uh, one of the what? One of the Silent House films. Oh, um. To play in the background. No, let's put on. Do you have Blair Witch? Because we're talking about found footage today. I think we should put Blair Witch on in the background. I you have, have it. Uh, no, I have it on disc, but it'll take me a minute to queue it up. I mean, I have that, to go to my, okay. my back wall and get it. Go ahead. I'll I'll take over the reins. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go, Just, go ahead. Uh, Welcome everybody. Am I, am I on the screen at least? You are on the screen. 
So I can. All right, everybody, here's me. All right, hello everybody. This is uh, Scott. I'm opening one of my bottles of wine here. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. This is episode 80, uh, and we are talking about found footage films tonight. Uh, last week, when we recorded, we uh, I found just before we recorded that they had just released the trailer for Paranormal Activity 4, which uh, is horrifying in more ways than you can imagine. And so we decided, and I recently had watched The Silent House and the American version, Silent House. They lost that ever-important V at the beginning because it's too cumbersome for your illiterate American audiences. So we're going to be covering both of those films. I made Joey watch both of them. And we're going to be reviewing. And we, we will be reviewing the film VHS, which we have uh, seen a, screen, uh, a review copy of. And we are going to be covering that. Uh, this is our found footage spectacular. So while we're reviewing VHS and the Silent House films, we're also going to be talking about the found footage films in general, uh, kind of like our our own personal experiences with them, our feelings with them. Talk, yep. you know, bring up movies here and yeah. there. It's, it's a little, it's a found footage retrospective. And I had teased the idea that I was going to uh, create my own found footage to plan the show, but I forgot. <laughs> so no, no fun, creative little found footage videos of me for this episode. Maybe future episodes. That's okay. And this corkscrew sucks balls. Balls. This is the worst. Balls. I buy two, get one free. This is why, because it doesn't even do the little fun hand thing. Here, hold on. Do that again for the screen. You do the little thing like. Well, that's yeah. what you do. You get, you get it. And I think you, everybody you, owns that corkscrew. Right, and everybody goes, "Okay, stick them up." And that's <laughs> stick them up. All right, yeah. I'm going to take you off the screen for just a minute while I cue up Blair Witch. You're having too much fun with that. For the Olympics, the backstroke. <laughs> you know, you do diving. Diving? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh. I was, Gymnastics. I was, oh, Gymnastics. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. It's not getting any lamer than that. So let's move on and put uh, Blair Witch on in the background. All right, let me just cue this up real quick. Oh wow, this is uh, this is an old disc because this is the one that comes with uh, the PC shit on it, where it tries mm -hmm. to load uh, software in the background. What <laughs> <laughs> are those? Ah, uh, okay. Let's go to the library. There it is. Now I don't even have the live stream window up, so if anybody's chatting in the room, chat amongst yourselves because I'm not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not set up for that. I'm set up for this. Ah, oh, look at that. Ah, oh. oh. <laughs> my favorite glass because this holds half a bottle right there. Holy! Oh, wait, 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 wait! Put that glass back up to the screen. You got to remember, I'm, I'm, I'm setting up the the video here. This holds half a bottle of my finest. Jesus Christ, man! Yes, I restrict myself to two glasses, but. Wow. Welcome right. to America. So, found footage films. Joey uh, is getting the Blair Witch set up to show the background, which is, it's not the first found footage film, but it's really the film that kind of launched. Uh, oh, it started. Now, it, it, I mean, well, not didn't start it, but it, it, it made it, it hip to make these films. Well, here, but here's the thing, though. I was thinking about it because I said to myself, yeah, that launched the found footage films. But the more I thought about it, there weren't really a lot of copycats when Blair Witch came out. Afterwards, were there? Uh, I mean, no, I think Blair Witch 2 was, and that was a real movie, that wasn't a found footage film. 
uh, well, Blair Witch Two is the only thing that had come out after it anywhere let's, close to let's, you know what Blair Witch had done. Let's please, let's not throw around the phrase "real movie" uh, when talking about Blair Witch Two. Uh, <laughs> it was a movie. That, was that's a movie. much said. But but I mean Blair Witch was a huge cultural ph- not phenomenon. Do you remember the uh, contest not- they were doing with Blair Witch Two? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we watched was- that together, and I was like, when you see you know blah blah blah, you have to. Uh, call this number or go to this website. It's just... Well, they had these special things. Well, and that was the because we 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 got together with with uh, girlfriends. Uh, I don't think they were wives at the time, and we were sitting there watching this and we're like, "This is hor- this is horrible, Ho- huge letdown. This is horrible." And yeah. then at the end, they had this little thing about, "Oh, if you go back, there's these little images. Like there's a picture of a child like on the back door. They were kind of cool visual effects." And they said there's five of them, and you got to go find them. So we rewound the film, we're actually looking for them, and halfway through, I said, "Wait a minute." These bastards tricked us into watching this film twice. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't give you any of the information until after the movie was over. Right. And like, wait, so we, it's like, you guys realize we're we're now going back and rewatching this crappy film. Yeah. It was it was genius, but in, in an insult at the same time. Yeah. Yes, it was. Well, what I'm getting at is that the Blair Witch was a huge cultural phenomenon. It was like it was off the charts. Everyone was talking about it for years, and then making fun of it and complaining about it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but it never really spawned. It spawned parodies, but it didn't spawn any real copycats. And you didn't have a rush of um, found footage films in the theaters. Uh, the, right. the, the the only one I can think of is they came out with that TV show, Freaky Links, that was supposed to be like half show and half like camcorder held or whatever. But I'm trying you, you to don't remember. I don't remember that show. At least I don't think it, I do. It, it didn't. It didn't stick around long. It, I only remember it because at the time I was thinking they should make a TV show out of Blair Witch because it's a great concept, but they right. took the wrong part of the concept. Blair Witch could have been the Lost of horror TV shows. If you if you did a Blair Witch movie like Lost, they could right. have strung that for like, uh, like two seasons at least. Oh sure. Oh, you just you, just weird shit out there. Yeah, I mean that it was ahead of its. I, the concept was ahead of its time of making a a TV show like that. Um, but you don't see. You didn't see a real push of all of these found footage films until paranormal activity broke the bank right and no, it's, yeah I'm, absolutely i'm wondering why um weird it is kind of weird and then that, you know paranormal activity comes out and now there's a found footage film it seems like every quarter oh yeah uh, no, the, minute, the minute activity made and blair which made tons of money too so it's not the money issue it's not saying oh paranormal activity made so much more it was just that, for some reason, when Blair Witch came out, I was like, okay, then we're going to try to make as much money as this off as possible, but we're not going to copy it. And we, even when we make sequels, we're not doing the same thing, because that'd be right. wacky. But then Paranormal Activity comes out, and then, boom, everybody's doing it. Even the big big guys. You've got uh, Cloverfield. Yep. I mean, that's a, a, probably the only mega-budget, found like, strictly found-footage film out there. And even, when I say mega-budget, I mean, like, mainstream film, film obviously. No, it wasn't and that's like exactly a, what it was. And... I, I remember the hype around that, and I was it, it it was purposely released in January because the original title of the movie was going to be one eighteen oh eight. Do you remember right. that? Mm. And it was there was a lot of speculation that it was going to be in real time, and they were showing still shots of of the film showing that you know the monster starts to attack New York at around midnight and they were showing still shots and it said 11:53 p.m. or 11:57 and then 12:05 and it was like wow it's like if you go to this midnight showing 
every the the first night of the midnight showing, everything will fall into place on one eighteen oh eight because that's when the film came out. And some somewhere along the line, they changed gears and they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. It was still a great film. I liked it a lot, but I really liked the idea of it being in real time and being able to go to that midnight showing and yeah, watching cool. it as it supposedly was happening in front of you. Like like you were looking through a window and seeing what was going on. But yeah, I know, mean, they, they yeah. can get it done for whatever reason. Now, I, I'm going to admit I loved the Blair Witch film when it came out. Now I did too. Let me preface preface that preface. Let me preface that <laughs> that it, it wasn't necessarily the film as a whole, but before seeing it, I read articles by the filmmakers, and what really intrigued me was this concept. It wasn't so much the found footage part that was super overly intriguing, but it was the fact that the actors never knew what was going to happen. It was more like an improv found footage film. Yeah, they basically they, just threw them out in the woods and they would, did shit to them. Yeah, they would give them maps and say, okay, you have, by this point, you have to wind up here, film yourselves. They give them a rough idea of what they wanted them to do, but nothing too specific. And they let them improv a lot of it. And a lot of what happened, if you listen to the audio commentary, was interesting. And even stuff that happened, like uh, the lead female, uh, I mean, one of, my, one of my favorite parts of the commentary is they mentioned that they had to trim the film down uh, drastically because test audiences hated the female lead because she was such a bitch. <laughs> And that wasn't the character. That was just the actress. Just being <laughs> herself. Just being herself. And that was the yeah. weird part. And I just love the concept. She practically of, um, had a meltdown uh, yeah. during the making of the film, too. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, lo- I love the idea of making a horror film. And then later they finally caught on with that and they did the shows where, the, you know, those Nickelodeon shows where they put the kids in dark rooms and scare them. Yep. Um, and they have a new show coming out now where they're doing the same thing. So it's not, you know, it's not dying oh, really? anytime soon. But. It's, I mean, that intrigued me, and I thought that was really interesting, and I don't, didn't, and I, I was hoping that would take off, and it never did, as far as I know. Um, but I did like the found footage aspect too. It does add a feel to it, and you know, it, so many people fell for it back then. Well, the the internet was pretty much in its beginning stages. Internet mm-hmm. really at that time, very very young. Everyone was pretty much using AOL for their internet dial up and if you could get on at the time sometimes you'd have to wait an hour to even get on but besides the point it was very easy to trick everyone into thinking this was real footage even after it was released you know some people might have thought that it was uh, it was real did ever tell you how i first heard about it no mutual friend of the show gerard way (laughs) he sends me an email yeah, he sent me email like, dude, you got to check this out. These kids got lost and they made a film about it. It's weird. It's like, oh, cool. Let me check this out. <laughs> I, remember, I remember going through it for like 15 minutes and like, wait a minute. This isn't real. I mean, but because at that time, no one was talking about a film. It was just, right. you know, the site. We're talking they about got, finding reels was, of film buried in the ground. It went viral before they had the, the phrase viral for it. That's right. And so only if you were smart enough to, re- and, you know, and again, I'm not saying Gary wasn't smart. He just saw it and sent it to me but after inspection for a while i go wait a minute there's no links to any other outside news there's nothing what's going on here and, and then you kind of then it kind of sinks in if you're not completely stupid that this isn't for real right and so and then once and you I, watch the film and you see some of the people acting in it you're like there's just no way they're just being campy this, but, this isn't real 
But I think I think like a lot of the fear and tension really comes through just because it was like partially real. They really didn't know what was going on. They really were running mm. around in the dark forest. I'm I'm talking about like when they're going through town, like like on the screen right now. This lady, you watch this film. Even back then, I'm like, there's no way this lady's for real. No way. She's like a little crazy lady in town that everyone knows is crazy. Carries around a Bible everywhere. I mean, well, yeah, but yeah, so. Okay, we can criticize the film if you want. And a lot of people came down <laughs> negative on the film, and I now I, I'm gonna I, I'm going I'm going to be criticizing a lot of these found footage films for something that a lot of people criticize Blair Witch for, and I think they're wrong. There was okay. a lot of criticism for Blair Witch saying that Blair Witch was a lot of nothing, like was watching nothing happen for two hours, and I totally disagree. There was a lot of dynamic going on in the film. And there was a lot going on. There were stages, and they were finding stuff, and then getting lost. And there was the characters kept evolving. I, I felt there was a constant movement to the film. I disagree I, with that. I agree. I, I agree with that. And uh, before I think uh, Paranormal Activity came out, this was the lowest budget film with the highest gross. I think this film cost somewhere like in the range of. I want to say it costs less than that. Actually, their their whole thing of it was it costs less than a used car or some shit like that. Like it costs ten or fifteen yeah. grand. Well, and then Paranormal that's... Activity also cost what whatever it was. I think it was something ridiculous, like ten or twelve thousand, fifteen thousand. Yeah, that, that was until Spielberg got his hands on and did like a million dollars of re uh, like touching up the screen and shit. Yeah, I think total cost for that ended up being under a million dollars. Anyway, though, but this yeah, one but, truly was in the you know, you know whatever it ended up being sure. fifteen to thirty thousand, and it made almost two hundred million dollars. I think it made yeah. like a hundred and eighty million, something ridiculous. So, now the difference is now there, there's a separation between um, found footage and uh, documentary style. Correct. And that that separation is that the people who filmed it. Mm -hmm. are no longer here <laughs> we literally we found the footage uh now I, a lot of books uh say um and i kind of agree with this because i don't have any information to the contrary so if i'm wrong if you think i'm wrong please call and let us know uh cannibal holocaust have you ever seen that yes it's one of the more famous Hol cannibal holocaust films it's not an entirely found footage movie but it's one of the movie within a movie and the within a movie movie is found footage material of a film crew that went out to film a cannibal uh, tribe and Ended surprise surprise it didn't go well yeah <laughs> yeah uh, they, they ended up could. killing two real animals in the film though which yeah. oh, i always found disturbing it's like why why do that they killed a turtle and a lemur i believe oh god not the turtle no not, well the lemur gets a knife right in the neck i mean it's it's lemur. So dumb it's a dumb. lemur so what They're i'm not kinda cute. i'm not saying i'm not saying lemurs should die but come on it's a lemur let's not go crazy it would, I, I think, and believe me, I have nothing against gore. It, it just, it just seemed like it was done for the sake of doing it, you know, mm -hmm. because they could, and they weren't going to get in trouble for it. Now, now I remember Man Bites Dog, which is a documentary film, mm -hmm. but the way it ends, it's found footage movie. I don't think I've Same ever seen it. You never saw Man Bites Dog? It's, oh, uh, what is it? Think I think so. it's French. I think it's French. It's a film crew that, that makes a documentary on a hitman. 
and as they're going on, like they, they it's, it's you know they're following the hitman around while he's killing people, and it's like kind of like oh you know we're just filming it. Then they start running out of money to make the documentary, so the hitman starts funding the film. <laughs> then near the end of it, the film crew is like helping him hide bodies and shit. It's it's hilarious. It's a great dark comedy. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I haven't. Wow. I'll have to. I'm gonna write it down. Man bites dog. Man bites dog. Now before before. Paranormal activity blew the lid, so to speak, off of uh, the the mass rush of found footage films. There were other good found footage films coming out. For example, uh, Record or REC. Yes, REC. That That came out what two or three years before. I had notes here somewhere. Paranormal. I think that came out in '07 or '08. Uh, '09, actually. Mm. Ha ha. And Record and Record Two both came out before. Well, Record came out. Record Two came out the same year. As paranormal. The American remake came out in 09, and the Spanish film came out in 08? No, uh, American remake, uh, all right, Record, the, the uh, what is it, Spanish? Yeah. Came out in 2007. Uh, I might know it's right here. Quarantine, the ma- remake of it. That's what I which, was thinking. Which is a frame-for-frame frame remake of it. Pretty was much. Was 2008. Then the really cool sequel to Record, Spanish sequel, came out in 2009. And then the uh, I, I don't even I'm not even sure when uh, Quarantine Two came out because it wasn't found footage and it was a shitty they didn't even they I didn't just even like see made it an, but I know it was straight to video right it was straight uh, I don't know if it was straight to video but I know it was horrible and it in because the 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 Spanish sequel Record Two had yeah. had a really strong religious theme to it and was mm-hmm. really cool and then America said we can't do that so we they just <laughs> made it like a terrorist thing and they put it on an airplane it's like all right now it sucks. Uh. I just saw Record 3. I haven't seen that yet. The best thing about it is it's found footage. It takes place at a wedding. So the yeah. first 20 minutes or so of the film are found footage. It's the wedding. It's them filming the wedding. And then your typical outbreak thing happens. It happens in every one of the Record films. And then they, some of the survivors are in like the kitchen. And the one guy turns to the camera and says, what are you doing? It's like, well, I'm recording this. I have to. Everybody deserves to know what's happening here. It's like, what are you, stupid? And he grabs the camera and smashes it. And the rest of the film is a real film. Oh, <laughs> it was like it, it's a nice little mother. It's like it, no, no. I, I I dig that a lot because that's a real that's a real situation, and it's a nice way of them saying, you know what? Even we know this is stretching thin. We're gonna end this right. now. <laughs> that's really... fucking cool. I like that a lot. And you know what I liked about the second one? Just the fact that it took place, I think, twelve minutes after the first movie. Yeah. I mean, that was great. Something like, or 12 or 15 minutes, something, it, it, pretty much, you can show the films it. back to back. You're talking about the Spanish one, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so I thought that was very, very cool. Now, now, and then, uh, and actually, and actually, Cloverfield came out before Paranormal Activity, too. It did, uh, yes. So, uh, Paranormal Activity was in 2010, right? Nine, 2009. Was it nine? Okay. It, these all all these films came out two thousand eight two thousand nine, uh, and uh, also I, I have to mention it because do we re, did we re, we reviewed Diary of the Dead didn't we? We did that in our Romero episode, which right. was episode twenty nine. God, oh, it's God, God awful. Uh, it was really yeah. bad. The Romero, yeah, I can't even get into that one. 
Uh, I mean, but, but after Paranormal Activity, then like they just threw it out there. Uh, Chris Wolner, who was listening to the show, he, he uh, just sent me an IM saying that we should watch uh, The Troll Hunter, which I didn't. I've seen uh, the video. Yes, I I've have seen, been told to watch that forever now. Well, I've seen this is horrible. I've seen pictures of it, posters, but I didn't realize it was found footage. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I, now, now I know. I've heard very good things about it. And you know, for such a low-budget film that we, you know, that we should see it. Well, I guess so. we'll have to add that to this then. We will. There's a there's a Hong Kong version of Paranormal Activity Two. <laughs> no way. Paranormal Activity Two: Tokyo Night. <laughs> Interesting. Stop. Uh, there but, is not. In, there is. Yeah. Well, no, I'm making it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm checking my list right here. I mean, I mean, you could, we could go on, but but the point is, after after Paranormal Activity and Quarantine came out and blew this whole thing wide open, then you had been just... all the Paranormal Activity sequels. We had Apollo eighteen, which I didn't think was too bad. My favorite thing would have uh, the best thing about Apollo eighteen is it has like six different alternate endings. Oh no! Oh, I did read that they were having a big problem with the ending, and they just did a whole bunch of them. It's insane because when you watch them, they're all. It's not even like subtle differences. They they shot like six different, completely different endings for the film. Was it what the? Where's I don't understand what the problem was. <laughs> I mean, I never read. So what, since this, you've seen all seven, because it's seven total endings. The, I'm, the I'm one making that they end. All right. I'm making a well, number. We'll, up, we'll, we'll say like, it could. It's probably it's around five, six, seven. It's a lot of endings. Obviously, the the one that they ended up going with fit best, or did one of the alternates that they never used was a better one? Honestly, it was like interchangeable. The film wasn't that good. I'm not looking for a stellar ending. It's not like the difference between the theatrical ending of uh, Man on Fire and the undeleted ending, which was perfect for it. Right. It was just, it was just okay. Do, does the ending is like is it a ba- is it a horror ending this way or a horror ending that way? And then they had uh, then there was like a, a kind of like uh, like anti anti. America or anti-government uh, like debriefing ending, and then there was oh, it was just gosh. like six different ways to kill somebody or kill the ending. You know, wow. I don't want to ruin the ending, but it doesn't end well. <laughs> it will when out, you out of a, fucking space, well, so I think that's, that's a, a, a given. Well, well, not, well it's, it's a given because the, the one real telling thing of the genre. You okay? <laughs> pardon me. Turn I, off my webcam hang in there buddy the 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 big thing about the genre is found footage implies that people found the footage so when you go into a found footage film the one thing that has to be assumed from the beginning is that the people that are filming the film die oh sure yeah that's That's just so it so here i am trying to dance around the the idea that at the end of apollo 18 like the main character dies i'm trying to dance around that so wait it's a found footage film we know this is how it ends you know how record ends. You know how Cloverfield ends because it's found footage. It's it's there's no surprise there. It's like with most horror films, you know it's not going to end well. It's not supposed to. And if it ends well, those are the worst endings. Yeah, they really are. Sure. Yeah, so I mean you you can't have a found footage film with a survivor unless you're Romero. <laughs> but it's all led up to this this year and actually there's one there's one i haven't seen that i wanted to see it was the poughkeepsie tapes i never got around to seeing oh, I that you were i think say chernobyl diaries that's not found footage though is it yeah it is completely yeah it's a uh, well i you know what i don't know completely i don't 
I don't think it's completely. I think, I think a lot of it is, though, because it's, uh, what is it, a film student? But uh, I, 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 I was not, not under sure. the impression it was a completely found footage film. Um, okay. Well, I can look it up real quick. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's not. But no, yeah, I like think a lot of it is, though. It's like a 60-40 or 70-30, I thought. A lot does not count. If you want to say a lot, you could count 8 millimeter. Because they were filming a movie. If there's a lot, but not all, it's a film within a film. Found footage film has to be entirely found footage. It has to be entirely handheld, well, you know, that kind of Then obviously REC3 doesn't count. Exactly. But okay. it, it counts to the extent, though, that they even like poked fun at the fact that it was supposed to be that kind of film. It gets an honorable mention because of that. Okay. Well, because when you watch the trailers for Chernobyl Diaries, it really does look like it's... Everything they show looks like it's off of a camcorder. As far as I know, it's not. It's just a low-budget film. Okay. But um, I, I'm convinced that Poughkeepsie Tapes was kind of like uh, a push in the direction of Project X. Not Project X. That's the that's not that's not a horror film. Uh, VHS, which just came out, and there's been a right. lot of hype around. Now, um, and, and and the thing is, I thought that they were going to try and go theatrical with that. And they are. out video on demand. But they are. They they do their video on demand first, then they do it theatrical. I'm 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 still I'm pretty sure it's still going theatrical. It's gonna so it's gonna is it supposed to be coming out around September, October for Halloween? It's assuming an October release for Halloween, yeah. Okay. Because I, you know, once it goes video on demand, I mean I can go get it now. Or that's how we you know, what I did to see it. Not everybody does that. So I mean Magnet does that with all their films now. It's a magnet release. And they oh. do VOD first, and then they release it in the theaters. And they don't they don't do a lot, huge run, obviously, but they get a, they kind of use the VOD as as a way to do word of mouth of how how cool the film is, and that's how you, that's how you get a lot of reviews without having to do test screenings or spend the money on sending out test you know copies to people. When so. you're a low budget film, it's kind of hard. To use. So if well, I'm wrong on any of that, well, you know, I just you know with piracy these days, I think once it goes video on demand. You kind of sever some of your audience that are just gonna. It's a minority. Just gonna, just gonna go down. I guess so. But the, the, they still sell CDs, and you yeah. can pirate that shit easiest day. People still buy thousands upon millions of CDs. People still go to concerts. People still go to movie theaters, even though if they took the time and effort, they could probably steal the movie online. It's an experience. It's not just the film, and not. And okay. it, it's a minority right. people that are gonna do that. That's. But right. I was trying to segue into our. I was trying to segue to review a vhs is what i was trying to do okay and you and you, you i fucked it tore up that to, I fucked it up i fucked it but up do it live i'm doing it live why is your internet so crappy all of a sudden is it you're just it's out of sync you're breaking up when you talk i'm not breaking up when i talk you There's not nothing. not not right this second but you were it was probably my camera Oh, maybe. All right. So, uh, how do you want to start talking about VHS? I mean, it's six segments. If you count the, you know, the the group of uh, whatever you want to call them, morons, that uh, basically they go around, sneak up on people in uh, you know low, uh, like like a parking deck. They like they actually show that they grab a girl. They flash her her breast on the camera so that then they could then sell that tape in the underground market for money. Right, and and um, 
the film plays a little loose with the time period, but I, I kind of feel that with the, at least with the group that the film bases on, because it's like your typical anthology film. There's a series of vignettes in the film, and then there's yeah. a major story intertwining them all, uh, like classic 70s uh, Tales from the Crypt style. And the, the basic story is these hooligans run around filming themselves, uh, but it, you get the feeling that instead of like doing YouTube stuff or doing online stuff, they're actually filming on VHS and feeding into that kind of like underground bootleg market back from before uh, the internet. Yeah. When you actually like traded VHS tapes and sold VHS tapes of bootleg stuff, and you and I remember getting stuff like that. Not not the kind of stuff these guys are filming, but that kind of homemade video thing that would hit the underground. Um, yep. So and they're they're yeah, like you said they're filming themselves uh, grabbing girls and pulling their shirts up and vandalizing homes and stuff. And one of them gets gets a job that they have to break into this house and steal a VHS tape. Yeah, a, a specific one. They said the, the third party, who was nameless, would uh, told them that they'd know when they saw the tape that that's the one that they needed to grab. But, of course, they don't know which one it is, so they start playing a lot and of these other tapes. There's hundreds, yeah. right. So they just grab a whole bunch... They start playing some of them, and then that's how the movie in, ensues. They start watching them, and then what happens is they pop in a tape, and then we get to watch what they're watching. And it's and I love the concept too because it's it's really like it's like a creep show to be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, creep show is another way to put it. Creep show was a take on that kind of theme too from the, the old uh, you know tales crypt. Well, tales from the crypt. Tales from well, the dark when side. I, what, I don't mean when I say tales from the crypt, I don't mean the TV show. I mean the movie. Sure. Not oh, you know I get yeah. Seventies, okay. Just clarifying, um, but I mean, knowing people and being one of the people that did collect VHS tapes back then, mm -hmm. this kind of situation, at least as far as like having a collection of just like fucked up videos, <laughs> shot by real people, right. is not only possible but is probable. And, Absolutely. And this, it's almost like it's some real sick people just recording sick shit that they do that they may not trade, but they just keep. But, you know what I mean? Well, the whole idea of this like this, like satanic video collection of just really messed up like found footage, and and so we'll take, they use we'll that. We'll take the scene in in Henry, just right, the, which they have to play off know? of. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no nothing. I was just kind of following what you're saying. Yeah, you know, yeah, portrait of Henry. I actually thought of that too because they have that scene where they're watching themselves do it, and yep. that was that scene. And rewinding Henry. it slow mo. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember when you're winding and Henry turns to Otis and says, what are you doing? He says, I want to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it again. I mean, there's a great, uh, technically, a, uh, kind of a found footage. Well, that's, you know, them filming their own crimes, which is a whole, totally a whole different genre. Right. But, uh, I mean, so the concept's kind of cool. And the fact that they dial it back to VHS tapes, um, which doesn't doesn't hold through the entire anthology. They kind of play it loose with that because after a while, this could get kind of annoying. Right. Um, but I, I thought overall it was a good film I because gotta be honest, no, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was eager to see it. I definitely was. And I, I will say this. Do you want to talk about each part just a little bit? A little bit. I don't want to okay. give away too much. Well, okay. The way, I guess the way we can do it is, is where I just, I prefaced with what they do. They broke into the house. Okay. Right. And they start watching tapes, which mm -hmm. then moves into um, a segment where they, <laughs> the one, the two idiot friends give their their one idiot friend a pair of glasses that are a video camera. 
you know right back uh back then i that was a big deal i guess it was wireless well, you know well again had batteries again, they, in it that's all it did but again it plays fast and loose with the time frame most of these vignettes actually take place modern day or yeah. close to it so that that could have been something t- you 10, know currently years or, ago i mean the 10 15 five. years even, even five. five i'm saying i'm saying they don't really hold it rigid to a, a you know uh there's a webcam one so even though we have that kind of vhs thing that going on true. Uh, they don't really hold firmly to that because it'd be kind of, you know, we're not making Zodiac the movie here. We don't have to do, you know, adhere to 70s anything. But, uh, yeah, so they they put the uh, camera glasses on the guy and say, okay, you're going to get laid and you're going to film it for us. And uh, and it's going to be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That goes very wrong. And, you know, not we won't give anything away, but it obviously doesn't turn out well. (laughs) does not turn out well. does not turn out well. And there's really a, a constant theme through most of these where at, where you realize, through most of them, that they purposely, at the start, go, okay, you don't like these people, neither do we. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, They're not, so none no, of them are, are likable in the least, just about none of them. Almost. So there's no love lost when we get to the end. Yeah. Now, I like that one, even though it's I, like, I think I like that one, I think I might have liked that one the most. Second most, my second favorite. Second favorite, I think. So. Yeah, it, it, I mean, again, and only I, because you know what I liked. Pull- I liked the. Um, well, don't you know get mad at yourself. I, uh, the second honeymoon, which after this goes right. right into the second honeymoon. Now the second honeymoon. Um, that is the one where uh, the husband and wife they go out like into the. It looks like the Midwest where they oh, just. Uh, you mean the Thai West one? That's Ty West. That was the Ty West one. Double double check me on that. But that was Ty West. Sh- okay, I actually like that one the most. I think. Really, really. Maybe because of the way it ended. I don't know. Double check me on that. I'm pretty sure Ty West did that and one. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure how that one ends. Uh, I guess I can't say it because it would give something away, huh? Can't Shit. say. You can't give it away. Even uh, though it's well, a Ty West one. Yeah, I'll I'll talk to you about it when we're done with the show oh, um, double check me well, no double check me on that right now ty west does that one i'm ty almost west. positive yeah um you know what on imdb they don't show it during the credits of the film they show who directed what yeah, I remember and, that. and you know what i think you're right i think ty west did uh second honeymoon i looked it up you know why because the, like everything else ty west does it's a long boring segment where nothing happens except for little bursts of surprises that essentially weren't worth the wait. <laughs> I did not like that one at all. I thought it was a waste of time. Really? And then the big... Nah, I thought it was better than that. And it's the only thing I've ever seen Ty West do. I know you've had this uh, Ty West hate fest this week. Yes, um, I have had a Ty West hate, hate fest this week, definitely. And we'll <laughs> go into that. Um, uh, but no, no I, I, uh, I, it's the only thing I've ever seen him do. So I, I, It was... I, Nothing. It's it's like everything else Ty West does. It's it's a long, literal, and this is what I said with Blair, which people complained about that. I disagree. This literally Ty West. Literally, nothing happens. Nothing's of interest is happening. Everything's boring until ah, and then we're gonna end it. That's it. <laughs> that's that's that, all that's what he got. does. Well, that's you know what? Then I think the way it works for me is that that for me just works in small small portions. It's the like most that's, tolerable. 
Yeah. Yeah, that segment, it's only 15 or 20 minutes long at best. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Nothing's happening, but you're getting fed some information, you know, like when the money goes missing, and, you know, <laughs> he's like, well, what'd you do with the money? And she's like, well, what are you talking about? He goes, well, I had money. Now I don't have money. And she's like... I, now you, you hear how interesting that conversation is? It's well, not. Nothing well, in this well I thought it was funny because he said, uh, he says, what, what'd you buy? And then she's like, I didn't buy anything. It was, you treat yourself? You've done that before. And then, obviously, that works its way into what it happens. It doesn't work its way into anything. It's, it's Sure it does. Just, it does not! See, it doesn't, we, can't, we, can't, we can't even talk about it because we're going to give shit away. I mean, maybe maybe I'm harsher on it because I had already sat through the House of the Devil and innkeepers, um, the innkeepers, innkeepers before getting to this. So by this point, I was like, oh, this is the Ty West one, isn't it? And I can tell. <laughs> Oh, yeah! I didn't have a problem with it. It's the only thing I've seen yeah. by him, and like I said, fifteen twenty minutes, small oh. portions. I thought it worked fine. Just, just five minutes to the guy. It's a strange girl to ask us for a ride. I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of a uh, bothered me a bit. R- five minutes of this. Five, really? Five minutes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Why well, you know feeling. what? And again, and, uh, can't talk again. about it. But I'll there's, talk to you about it after the show. And the Go one ahead. flaw with footage film that a lot of people have this is the big problem with paranormal activity especially part three because some of it was quite mm-hmm. creepy you hit those points when you're like why are you filming this why, why are we watching you what you know why is she filming him ask her you know where'd you get the money or where'd you, where'd you do my money why are we watching this why are you filming him drive the car um now a three lot of these w- three was pieces, actually creepy creepy in the sense that the father is there's He's like a the father fig. No, I'm sorry. Two. I meant two. Sorry, I two. apologize. Fine, fine, I meant okay. two. But parts in two where the, the the father is like he's like he married the mother, so the oldest daughter is is like a step. It's like a stepdaughter or daughter from his marriage. I forget. It's it, yeah. It was the daughter from another marriage. But oh, like, there's a, like scenes where he, gotcha. But he's like he goes in her bedroom. He's filming her. I was like, want to see the night scope? Click. And she's like, Dad. He's like, what? Why are you filming your 16, 18 year old daughter in the dark with a what? What is? <laughs> So that nope. kind of creepy. Not like I'll watch it and hear something go bump because my house is settling. Be like, what the no. fuck was Cre- that? and what kind of father like does like a Paris Hilton video of their of their daughter? Well, it's, he's not the real father, right? <laughs> I forget. He's, he's I, a stepfather. I think he's the stepfather, but I'm not well, sure. There you I go. Forget. Real father, creepy. Stepfather, creepy, but not was- as much. I think it was the real father, though. I'm iffy on it. I forget. That's, the, that's it's, way it's a creepy movie. if Ty it's the real sucks. father. All right. Ty West sucks. That's the point. <laughs> then, thankfully, thankfully, the Ty West part ends eventually. <laughs> and we get into the third one. The third one was the uh, camping one? or the it, was the it was the camping one. Yeah. I like that. That was, that was a great se- uh, Tuesday the 17th, I think it was called. Yeah. Tuesday, exactly, and and they played on the whole. They played on just the the, the digital error, like glitching that you'd get in a VHS tape yeah. recording, mm-hmm. and yep. that, that I thought that was the real, the only real appeal to that was that. Yeah, I thought a lot of the the dialogue in that just no one says that. No, you know, no. But and obviously they're playing off of those those campy movies, and the violence yeah, was obviously and that's a, right. Yeah, that's exact. That's exactly what it was. Now, and I, yeah, no, no. I was just gonna say, and and the the villain in in that segment is, 
the most unbelievable, I think, in the entire film, uh, as far but, as any of that goes. It's supposed to be kind of supernatural, I thought. That's kind of it that's why I like. Well, well, I didn't hate it. I just thought it was. They weren't making these credible. Well, credible in what? That could actually happen? Well, because some guy is, you know, sitting in some house where there's a, a dead dude sitting in a chair and he's popping in tape after tape and it's supposed to be like, shit, what did I find here? You, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it's supposed to feel like, wow, you could you could potentially find this tape and watch it and there'd be you know, I'm not, I'm creepy not, or crazy on you, it. You, I'm not getting in this conversation with you, am I? On, on which ones what? are more realistic? No. Okay, because yeah. we glossed over the ending of the first one. If well, you thought that was yeah. more plausible, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't, think this is less plausible. Split, don't split hairs here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed that one because it played with the format. And what, what else are you going to do? So it it took the theme, and but I must be getting old because like in a couple of these, like that one especially at the at the end when yeah. like the. When you've got like the knife slicing open the stomach and they're pulling out intestines and livers and stuff, yeah. I I mean I grew up hardcore horror films and I'm watching sure. this and I, just, I found myself thinking to myself, was that really necessary? <laughs> do we do we really need that? I was like, what am I well, talking you, about? You, you, horror listen, film. This the the reason why they're getting more graphic is because it's been done. Everything has been done, except for the <laughs> ultra realistic shit. You know what well, I mean? It, wasn't that realistic, though? I mean, well, the one, it kind of, kind of was. I mean, in no. the uh, the 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 second honeymoon one, that reminded me back in the day of uh, that yeah, one. I, sound, I, I, you know, you, you know what I mean. That kind of reminded yeah. me of that, where I'm like, I'm just scouring the internet on what, what was it? It was um, uh, consumptionjunction.com. <laughs> I found a different one, but yeah, yeah, you had to bring that up. Thank you for bringing back flashbacks of horror memories. Yeah, um, so that kind of reminded me of that. It might even have been an homage to it. I have no idea. It, I, don't, I don't think every stab in the throat is an homage to that one video. How Why many are you giving it away? It? Don't give it away. Oh, did I say that out loud? You did. I don't care. It's a Ty West one. Just fast forward past that piece of shit. <laughs> so, okay. So after that one, it then moves into... Uh, uh, the, what was the next one? That was the webcam one. It was the webcam one. Which... <laughs> Is it's kind of creepy when it kind of gets when you get to the reveal, but mm -hmm. the whole time where she's like, "Man, I got this bump in my arm," not one mention of seeing a doctor. Well, he was like, a maybe, doctor. That's why I'll see it. Yeah, I'll be there in a week or two. I'll look at yeah. it. It's like well, maybe you should go see someone now. It you was invented. It was inventive, and it was a breakaway from the VHS thing and the whole like cam over the shoulder thing, or right. the shaky cam thing. So it was a nice. You needed something like that oh, I somewhere. Didn't, in the I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. Yeah. No. No. I, I. I agree. I have to say though, as far as like the surprise at the end, the only thing, I, the, for me, the entire thing is the big picture of the girl, and then the little picture on the side of the guy, much like I am right now, yeah. and I'm watching it, and all I'm thinking is, at some point, this is going to cross. I mean, you, you don't do this format without playing with it, and, and I call you know, it's, so it's obvious when it happens at the end. It's like, yeah, I saw that coming. Not necessarily the explanation of what was happening, but just right. the gimmick when they how they reveal it. I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, that was you had to do something with that. You can't just keep us framed in like this the entire time. Right, right. Um, that was probably the weakest one, just as far as uh, overall um, pulling it off. Just the, the yeah. just, just the 
Yeah, I, now, I agree. I would think the second most weakest one is how the the, the segment that ends the movie. Just because I, that's I, been I, done. I, you thought that was the I, best one? My favorite one. That was oh, my really? favorite. Yes. That was. <laughs> I have to admit it. That was my favorite. I was like, thank, thank God we ended on this note because I'm having fun now. I mean, well, no, no, and, and again, it, I did not like it. It was just more or less, okay, what are we doing, Urban Legends? I mean, I guess that's what it was. That, the, we're talking about the last one, right? The very last one, right. you know, with uh, the house and all that uh, on Halloween. The Halloween guys, um, yeah. And that the, one actually had a time stamp, stamp on it. It was 1998, mm-hmm. Halloween 1998. That's the name of the uh, episode. It was 1031-98, yep. Right. Uh, now, I mean, so. I like, that was a great one because you're just following these four guys that are trying to find a party at Halloween, and you you already know what's kind of what's happening, and then it's it's the one it's the one that takes it and says, okay, you know, we're doing we're doing camcorder, we're doing you know low low tech shaky cam stuff. Doesn't yeah. mean we can't throw some special effects in. <laughs> well, yeah, they totally did that. And I, I, I hate the fact that I feel like I'm whoring out a little bit too. Like, yeah, the best one's the one with the big CGI effects in it, but it was just also kind of fun. <laughs> Because it was, it was really, it was less of this. Again, each one of these had the kind of like, meh, meh, patter, meh, 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 what'd you do with my money? Oh, let's go do this. All, all this kind of like incessant chatter among it. And with these guys, at least there was cohesion with these guys at a certain point. Where it was like, get we gotta do something, yeah. And it was just, it wasn't bitching and whining. Yeah, they were was, out was, the door. They were, <laughs> they were almost that. Dude, and I. No, they had the door was, open. They were, they were gone. They, they, they were gone. They could have. I had I never mention it right now that movie The Collector. Have you watched it yet? No. I'm going to lend you my copy. You have to see it, and then you have to watch the outtake that they call the alternate ending. Oh, really? Okay. It is the best horror film alternate ending ever, and I can't even begin to ruin it for you. But you have to watch the whole movie, which is actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. Nice, good, fun film. But then you have to watch the alt- the alternate ending, and it is fucking hilarious. Best alternate ending ever. And uh, the actual storyline of the guys that actually break into the house, that storyline ends before the last segment ends. It's the scene right before they go into the last video. So they actually end the storyline for the guys that break into the house right before the, uh, the last segment with the, um, the Halloween one. Really? Yeah. I didn't like the ending to the uh, wraparound segment either. I thought it should have had something a bit more final. You, you mean the guys that broke into the house? Yeah, the wraparound. The, uh, yeah, you know, the yeah I, I agree. Uh, again, didn't hate it, but you're right. It could have been a little bit more could have been done. At the very least, at the end of the credits afterwards, I wanted one more shot of the dead guy in the chair. <laughs> you only That would have been that great. Much. That yeah, would have been awesome. And, and you know what? That's that's the type of thing that they'll get feedback for if it does go theatrical, and they do have any uh, like Q and A or, or fill out this form. Tell me, tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. How much you want to bet that if that gets across, that gets put in the end at the credits? I wouldn't be surprised it, one bit. Eh, whatever. But I mean, it was a, it was a fun film, and it was definitely one of the better. I'd say one of the better horror films I've seen in a while. I think so, sure. Just Genuinely because creepy in a lot of spots, you know. Just because getting a bunch of different directors and, and making them adhere to this kind of theme really mm-hmm. gets create creative juices flowing. 
uh, and and really, except with, in, with the exception of Ty West, really has some interesting results. <laughs> you, you really, really fucking hate Ty West, dude, dude. It's it's fucking insane how overrated this guy is. I can't even get it. Well, I'm gonna get into it. So there's that. But I mean, but BHS, great movie. If you get a chance to see it, go see it. However, it is being shown and released. What's going on with this right dude? now? It's video on demand, um, and according to the IMDb. There is not a release date for uh, the United States other than film festivals. I could have sworn they were going to try to do a, a release. US, Maybe this- oh, okay, it's going to have a... Okay, fine. Here it is. It, uh, it is a limited release on October 5th in the United States. Yeah. So I would imagine, depending on how well it does in that limited, kind of like mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity, they'll just continually add theaters... Because um, that's what happened with Paranormal Activity. Went limited, did huge money its opening weekend on, say, we'll say 200 screens. And then right. it was like, wow, we need to add more. And then by the end of its run, it was not the end, but by the, at the height of its run, it was over a couple thousand screens, making 20, mm. 30 million a weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that may happen with this. But the video on demand might, in my opinion, kill it a little bit. Uh, again, I, I think it's a different audience, and they know they they know that otherwise they wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, so you know what I mean. October fifth, they're not obviously trying to compete with Paranormal Activity, because uh, we all know how that's going to go. I think if they play it right, they'll they'll be around as an alternative. Oh, absolutely! They're coming out at the October. very least. At the very least, they'll be in the theater as a found footage film, while Paranormal Activity is uh, s- soaking the media with advertising. So people will be thinking found footage film, but oh, we can't see that yet. Let's see this because I'm I'm dying to see that. See, they, that's that's thinking. Let them advertise for you. I, I agree. I agree. I think I think it'll do well enough uh, in its limited release. But with technology today, kids being as smart as they are today, video on demand. I don't know. Smart man. kids. What fucking neighborhood you live in? Smart kids. I, I don't know, man. What? Okay, not smart. They they have to be just this much smart, you know, this smart to, to, to just download something off the internet with torrents or, you know, however else they're going to do it. I don't know what so. you're talking about. <laughs> now, uh-huh. hi, Wes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, before we talk about the Silent House, because mm-hmm. this, this kind of leads into Silent House, too, at the Silent House. The, um, I, I watched uh, the film that I guess kind of grabbed the limelight for Mr. Ty was uh, The House of the Devil. Okay. Have you heard about this film at all? Have you seen it? I've, I've only heard about it because you, you hate Ty West so much. It came, and, it came and went, but it got a lot of hype from this guy. I finally went back and watched it uh, after watching The Innkeepers. <laughs> um, which I've had for a while, but never got around to it. And House of the Devil is a um, throwback to 70s horror films. Okay. So now the difference is in the set, in, in real seventies horror films, uh, stuff happened, <laughs> and, and the basic setup is this this girl. Now here's here and again here here's where these people that are out there praising this filmmaker. I have to there's two things I have to bring up for this film that may be spoilers, uh, but I don't care because uh, it's a it's it nothing spoil in the film. First of all, is there anything more boring than a satanic ritual? 
<laughs> no, probably when, when, not. It's been when so you're watching, it's been done too many times. When you're watching a horror film and you and all of a sudden you see someone like tied Spread Eagle on on like a, a pentagram, don't you just like Oh, I, you know, I it's the just, only one that I that I like that makes me laugh. Tom Hanks in the Burbs in his dream but sequence. That, but that's a comedy. But it, I'm talking it's about funny. That's what I'm getting see, at. When you see in a horror film, all you can think of is so you had no better ideas than this. <laughs> really? I mean, sa- satanic ritual, great. So, and he, here's a, here's what here's, here's what pisses me off about the whole film. First of all, the whole idea is it's this college girl who finds a one of those tear sheets for a babysitter, and she calls the number, and the guy says, "Oh yeah, he's a babysitter." And then she gets to the house, and then he's like, "Oh, it's not a baby; it's my mother. She's upstairs." But uh, I'll pay you however much you want. And like he's like, "Listen, I'll pay you two hundred, three hundred dollars to stay the night. It's like four hours; not a big deal." And she's like, "Well, give me four hundred then." I said, "Whatever, okay." And she says, "Yes." Now, in the beginning of the film, it opens up with her looking at an apartment, and we spend not tons of time. Let's say five minutes. Uh, between the scene and and later dialogue, talking about the apartment, I know that she wants a down payment for the apartment, just the first month's rent, and I don't have much money. Basically, Mister Ty Genius West spends spends uh, the opening of the film and subsequent dialogue up to the middle of the film to set up the concept that a college student needs money. <laughs> We need to have an ulterior motive why a college student would take three, four hundred dollars for a one night stay in a creepy house to babysit. So she can get her own apartment. How about because she's a college student? <laughs> Thank you, Ty, for sewing that up because that's a loose end that would always bother me. Why does this teenage girl that's going to college need money? What are you fucking stupid? That would that four hundred dollars, by the way, forget yeah. rent. That's not buying her books. That's right. <laughs> all right, so automatically the film is pissed me off because it's already insulting my intelligence and making me go through all this shit. Then it takes us... And he should fucking know that. Didn't he go to college? I, he probably didn't pay for it. Yeah, you're probably right. To you. I'll put good money douche. It's fucking Ty. T-I-I. Who, who names their kid Ty? No one does. Well. He didn't, probably didn't that. Um, so, and then the basic plot is she goes to this house... And then, of course, there's something going on, and and the concept is that for some reason, the these these people, these Satanists who are going to perform a Satanist ritual or whatever to bring back say, and of course, every time we see uh, a TV on, there's a news about the total eclipse that night. I wonder if that ties in, and 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 I know part of it is him playing. The whole thing is, oh, he's playing on the '70s films. Great, play on '70s films, but if you're not doing a fucking camp comedy like the Planet Terror, then try to make a real film. We spend an hour going to the babysitting job, getting the babysitting job, and her wandering around the house bored and occasionally scared because she heard a noise. This goes on for a good hour, hour 15. This is not what? a short movie. Seriously. And now there's a, and again, typical Thai West fashion, la, 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 bam! At one point, there's a death in the first half hour. I'll ruin it for you. It's her friend. And she, she, he, she, she, he's, she's shot by one of these people who apparently Satanists are really, really smart because the whole idea is let's lure this girl to this house. And instead of grabbing her right away while we have her, let's leave her in the house and fuck with her for three or four hours, wait for an event to occur where we can drug her or knock her out, and then perform our ritual. 
instead of just like tying her up for four hours, <laughs> right? This is the genius. This is how smart Satanists are, and you know, because all the subterfuge for no reason whatsoever. And at one point, this girl shot in the head, and when this she shot in the head, her head explodes. It go, boom. There's a huge hole where her head used to be. There's more mm -hmm. hole than a head. Wow. By the end of the film, when the and I'm by the way, spoiler alert, I'm ruining this movie for you. I don't give a fuck. By the end of the film, because you should not watch this because it's boring and it will suck the life out of you. I'm giving you some of the time I lost. <laughs> At the end of the film, she gets the gun. I'm gonna watch uh, it now. No, no, you're not. Yeah, well, you can, but she, she, the girl gets the gun at the end, and at the end yeah. she she figures out that they have implanted a demon baby or something in her stomach through a ritual, and so she puts the gun to her head and pulls the trigger. Huh. And then we we then go to a hospital where she's got bandages on her head, and like, oh, you're going to pull through, you and the baby, don't worry about it. I ruined the ending for you, that's right, fuck you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so this gun, which from a foot away, turned her friend's head into a cavern but the her. same gun she put point blank to her temple grazed her and she's gonna make it no she, brain she's damage gonna, oh, maybe brain damage but she, she, she's functioning whereas her, her friend literally her head exploded like a ripe sausage a ripe tomato blood sausage <laughs> well, I mean what the f and, and insult biggest insult of all Mary Warnov is in the film oh no <laughs> Mary Warnov fucking cult status icon and I oh what a fucking waste he wastes biggest insult of the film but, <sighs> but I'm talking I'm, I'm dude la da 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 la, oh let's do this let me make another phone call oh let's make another phone call oh these guys are so these satanists are so fucking conniving. They leave a fake pizza delivery number. So when so she calls the fake pizza delivery number, and they pretend to be pizza delivery guys and deliver her to pizza. No real they, reason. No, well, I mean they were hoping that she would call for pizza. Well, she tells them when she leaves. There's a number on the fridge if you want to order pizza. Because you know, being a college student in the area, she doesn't know any pizza parlors. And then. They delivered a pizza and pretend to be a pizza delivery person because there's no because. There's no fucking reason why you do that except to, just to prolong the time. The whole thing is, let's see how long I can prolong the film until the big climax of the film that has no real purpose other than, okay, here's the shock before a long, drawn silence. You know those scenes in horror films where a woman's walking through the, the hallway and everything's quiet and yeah. she's all scared? And then she opens the, the closet door, and there's nothing. And then all of a sudden, that cat jumps out and scares you. Yeah. You know, see what I'm talking about? Oh, I know exactly the scene. It happens a lot during uh, the silent house films. Motherfuckers. That, that is pretty much everything Ty West does. His entire film career is that. Each Ty West film is an hour and a half, a two-hour scene of a girl in a hallway with a cat jumping out periodically. That's it. That's it. Because the innkeepers is two people in a, in a deserted house, in a deserted hotel, excuse me, <clears throat> pardon me, <laughs> innkeepers in a hotel that are dull people right? with old guests and occasion, and, and like two or three times during the film, oh, there's a ghost. And then we're back to just dull people. There's no tension. There's now, no anything. There's, there's a little bit of character development, but just enough to tease you to thinking it's a real film. And it's just nothing. It's long stretches of nothing. 
Now this is uh, off topic, but comes right back on topic. Did you ever finish uh, editing uh, the happening into a thirty-minute movie? <laughs> I'm I'm in the last half hour of the film. I've got okay. it's my only part. because it sounds to me like these Thai West films would be perfect candidates to do that to. So oh, yeah, much, so much doesn't happen that you could cut it into a thirty-minute short film and possibly no. make it better. No, not thirty. I, I, I can guarantee you ten minutes. Ten the minutes. Happening, happening's kind of hard because there are certain scenes I like and certain dialogue. So as I was cutting it down, I was like, "Well, I want to keep a flow. There's no flow to a Thai West film. It's just long stretches of boredom. I could cut a Thai West film down to ten minutes because yeah, I think- nothing." essential 10 essential minutes because nothing else in the film is essential right i think Give both me down. the uh, silent dollar. house films could be cut into two 30 minute movies i think that would be extremely easy to cut those films yeah. there this is, is why I want- so much not happening in those movies that's why i wanted to talk about ty west because that leads into the silent house and the house um uh, now i mean but first of all i mean just to, for example i will sum up the house of the devil for you mm-hmm. in here, here's the entire film. I'm going to, I'm going to act out for you right now. Okay. Just give me the first month's down payment on the apartment. Where am I going to get that kind of money? We need a babysitter. Give me $400. Be back in four hours. Here's your pizza. Ah! Bam. I just, there's the movie. <laughs> then you know what? Don't cut it into a 30 minute film. Cut it into a five-minute movie, and put yeah, it on do. YouTube. I'm telling you, how many hits will we get? Ah, uh, I like to hit Ty West. Don't make me do it because then I'll have to watch it. You've already seen it. Okay, wow, this is saying my internet's a little low. What's wrong with you? I don't. I don't uh, your, your, your your voice is doing highs and lows as far as it's fading in and out. I don't have anything running. It's not horrible, but it is fading in and out a little bit. Let me, let me close my 18 IMDb screens here. Maybe that's doing it. Maybe. All the advertising they pump into those goddamn sites. Fucking, uh, don't you hate the new internet? It's commercial before you do anything? That's television. What do you do? What do you do? Bitch it's about annoying free? as fuck. We, no, it, we pay for the internet. It's not like we get free internet. We pay for it. No, we pay for the service providers, but the internet's free. Hmm. What do you think you're paying for? You're paying for access to the internet. Right, we're paying for the service providers. You're but paying the internet, for bandwidth. You pay for bandwidth to access the internet. You pay forty to seventy-five dollars a month for it. I pay a water bill. The water is yeah. free. I'm paying for the 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 facilities that pump the water to my house. It's just how you look at it, sir. I don't think so, but okay. Um, <laughs> You get charged per gallon, so the, let's let's not let's not get into our utility bills. All it's right? pump gallon. You're not paying for the gallon of water. You're paying for transporting the gallon of water to you. I don't buy that entirely, but anyway, I don't think that's. Well, let's not get into utility. Why, why? This is about movies, not utilities. Holy Silent shit. house. Now, motherfucker. Let's <laughs> let's hold on. Maybe my mouse. Maybe my uh, phone phone jack is loose. How am I sounding now? Sound good. Yeah, so looks clear. Okay. So, I I yes. made you watch the house. You made me watch both of them, you bastard. You're welcome. No, apparently you you stopped liking me about a week ago. <laughs> how would you? 
how would you sum up the uh, the Silent House? Okay, that's the um, the Uruguayan Silent House film. is the, re- the Uruguayan film. Okay, how how would I sum that up? I would sum that up as a like what you were saying with Ty West. It's a lot of nothing going on, and then bam, something mm-hmm. happens. That's no, no, nothing happens. I mean, as far but, as the plot goes, uh, I mean, are we gonna ruin it? Do we care? Um. Well, the plot. There's nothing to ruin. There's really the, nothing. I mean, it has a twist. It. it there is yes, a reveal. Yes, I do want to ruin it because I want to talk about the ending of the, of the American version. All right, fine. Because there's the reason I wanted you to watch both of these because I was thinking, okay, this is a bad film, and then this is a bad film. But the fact that the American version has to be bad in such a different way is yeah, I know. boggling. Yeah. Um, the basic setup is a, a, a father and her daughter with uh, the uncle. In yeah, the, the uncle. first film, well, I don't think well, it was the uncle. They were both yeah, the was, uncle? Or yeah, in the first one was just friend of the father? father. Was it a friend of the father? Okay. I thought the father. first, the original was friend of the father. Could have sworn uh, it was an uncle, but it, you know what? The, it, it could be. It doesn't matter. It was the father, and and then the daughter, and then uncle slash friend, and they're they're uh, remodeling an old house that belongs in the family, which they want to sell. They just right. want to get rid of their property. Right. So it's dark inside because everything's sealed up, and then we go into the house, and then everything just stops for a good hour. Easily. It, but, Easily. I mean, basically, the girl goes looking around a bit. Then all of a sudden, the father disappears, and she hears noises. No, uh, no, no, okay. no, she hears, she hears something on the second floor, bumping. So, so the father goes up to investigate. Well, hold on. Father before before we get into that, very, very quickly. Don't act just like there's very, anything in the film. No, just very, very quickly. Two things. One, they, they hype the fuck out of it that it's based on a true story. That, like, in some, uh, you know, fucking village... This happened, and they're saying it's based on real events. It's based on a real event. Uh, but only because... The second he, thing. Let me explain your first, okay. just so you know. The, there was an event where they found three dead people in a house, or two dead people in a house mutilated, and the, the, the whole movie came out of the, the news description, which said that there were people here, and, and there was something, something happened here, but... Uh, but uh, there are no survivors, and the house isn't saying anything. Hence, hence the silent house. Silent house. Okay. That's where they got the name. That's all I wanted. This. So I mean, when they when they say based on real events, yeah, they found some dead people in a house, and then the news article mentioned a house that wouldn't talk. Okay. And the other thing is, the first film is hyped as one continuous shot, a la Alfred Hitchcock's Rope, and shot in real time, and which real is time. kind of the same. Kind of the the difference thing. is, the difference is, it's not. I th- I think a large portion of the first film is a continuous shot, but there is a couple of fade outs. Well, no, okay. the film can only fi- the the camera can only film a certain number of minutes in a row. I think it was eight, or ten, or th- twelve. So there are th- at certain points they have Hitchcock had to do it too. You can't film a two-hour film because you can't get a two-hour re- real film. Hitchcock right. did the exact same thing. It's not cheating because you can't really film. On one continuous roll of film, you don't—they don't make two-hour film reels. Right. That's the long story short. So, whenever you pass over something or there's a darkness in the screen, you cut the reel together. That's what it is. It's—it's 
it looks like one continuous take, but you can't do a two-hour take. It's bullshit. Right. Well, and they, they hype it heavily on that, that it's one continuous uh, shot. Now, uh, to talk about the remake just very, very quickly, they don't do that. They don't hype it as it's a continuous shot. But what it does look like they do is they have almost like... Um, Almost like an you know like an homage to the original where they do long shots of uh, you could tell it's one shot. They do yeah. that a lot in the in the remake, and because mm-hmm. they're not going to hype that it's one continuous shot or that it's real time, but it does look like they do that where it's a like say the scene is like five minutes and it doesn't fade. Oh, it's just the same thing. Well, at least the Spanish film had some standards. True. This is true. Now, so, yeah, it's a lot of nothing. Like, the, you see her walking through a field, following her father, throwing a bag over a fence, going through the fence, walking up to the house, having a conversation with her father. Then from that point, they go in the house. The friend shows up. Where have you been? I mean, it's just 45 minutes of right. just nothing. Oh, no no setup, just nothing. No oh, tension. Well, there's a setup. The setup is they're in a house, and then the setup is now she's trapped in this house alone, and she can't find anybody. But basically what happens is she spends most the majority of the film wandering through this house, being scared repeatedly by specters of some kind or another, uh, and then occasionally, every now and then, finding uh, one of her family members bound, bound and gagged and unconscious. Right. Right. Now, I will ruin the ending. Mm-hmm. Because, one, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and two, because it's the same type of ending of another film I hate. Um, oh, you know the one I'm talking about. Why did I just lose my... Ten- um, high Tension. Oh, high, hot Tension. Tension, for the same reason, is that the whole twist is like... It's, it's the whole twist at the end is... Spoiler alert, don't care. The, the whole twist at the end... And again, if you were watching this film after now, you'd be like, you know, I don't care anymore. I don't care. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> care how it ends. Uh, really, I mean, I were, how were you totally ambivalent at the end? How you're like, just end it. Don't care. Yeah. You didn't want to. Not that I, I didn't predict the ending, but you kind of you kind of do at one point. We're like, there's really no other way to end this. No, there is. There's plenty of different ways to end it that make more sense. I will buy... Well, no, no, I, I, okay, not that it makes more sense. I'm just saying the way it was going, it was like, okay, it's her, it's them. There's no one in the area, remotely in the area. Who else could be doing this? It's supernatural, but my my point nah, is... By the, by never the never thought up, that. Really? Even when you were seeing ghosts? It just didn't. I don't know. For some reason, no. my it just didn't feel that way. Well, well, obviously at the end they didn't mean it to, but they they play that way. That's why you have that spectral little girl appearing here and there. I mean, what are you supposed to think? You're supposed to think it's a ghost. Now, but but you're so weary of the film by the end when they throw the motherfucking camera when they throw <laughs> the end when they throw the whole incestual thing at you uh-huh. at the end. You're like, I don't care. All right, <laughs> you're so far removed at that point. Yeah, it's like just, just, just end it. Great. You, 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 there's your explanation. Now just end the film. Roll the fucking credits. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and because it's literally, it literally gets to the point too. We're like, okay, you can't pull a Tyler Durden on me. You can't tell me that when she's downstairs watching the ceiling and you hear the noise when the father goes upstairs, you can't go through all this shit at the end of the film. Tell me, oh, she did it. 
then why? Then if we're if we're sticking with one character and we're watching her, then what are we watching when she's not there? That's a lot. Right. You're lying. It's you're lying to the audience. You can't lie to the audience. You and can I'm pull sure, that. One. I'm sure they would ex- explain it in some way to make, and they would say that's Bullshit. the way it is, and we would Bullshit. still say no. You're lying. Now, you can fall. You can pull it with the with the with the uh, Fight Club character Tyler Durden slash blah. Uh, nameless guy, because another spoiler alert. By the way, oh, at this point, who? Uh, uh, come on, L- listen, I, listen. The thing with spoiler alerts for me, we could be certain... talking about a film from 1962. Okay, okay, and the way it works in my mind is sure, movie's been around for 60 years, but my kid, let's say my kid, in 10 years from now, might watch that movie. And he might say, "Listen to our show," and it gets ruined. We're not. We're talking about films, and we're taking apart films and discussing them. We can't avoid ruining any kind of ending for all films. If it's a new right. film that's still out in the theaters, yeah, VHS. I don't want to ruin the ending of the clips to people who haven't seen it yet. A film that's been out ten years. You know what? I'm talking about the endings and trying to compare other films to it. If it's a West film, don't give a fuck. But. So, I mean, yeah, there's people out there that haven't seen uh, Fight Club. There are people right. out there that haven't seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. He gets the factory at the end, kids. Sorry. <laughs> you, I can't, you can't protect everybody. And, and films that uh, are... I got some bad news. What? Remember that thing my computer did way, way, way back when where uh, I'm looking at it and it's all broken apart and all fucked up? Is that like that right now? Uh, yes, it is. Now... It's recording in the background. Okay. It's, it's doing that. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I think we can finish talking about the Silent House remake. Right. And, and the- just end the show. All right. Well, let me let me jump back to that before you so that you so tore me off of then. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm spoiling Fight Club. I'm sorry. I have to. It's an older film. It's <laughs> it's part of the, the the lore now. I have to bring it up. So you can get away with it there because there's a logic to it, the whole idea of split personalities, etc., and imagining within the mind of the other that makes sense. We're following one character through a film. The film is just flat out lying to us. There's a difference between there's a difference between a are we even filming video anymore at this point? No, video's gone. I'm turning my camera off. Keeps acting up at me. There's a difference between the unre the uh, unreliable narrator and the director himself lying to the audience. There's a there's a difference, and that's the difference between Fight Club and The Silent House. Okay. But, but I mean, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's nothing happening through the film, and then at the end, we're like, oh, it was her. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Just like it didn't make any sense in High Tension. <laughs> and then the reveal too, with the whole father. Why? How could you do that to me? It's like, okay, great. And you waited until now. It was a repressed memory, but there's apparently 800 pictures of it. So, I mean, how, how repressed is it? It didn't happen over one night. It just looked like it happened over a course of two or three years. And, and, right. and, you're not, and now, jumping to the remake, unless you have anything else to say about the original. No. No, I got nothing else. I mean, there's... Bo- boring. Very boring. A lot of nothing happening. The reveal at the end, like you said, you're so far removed from it, you don't care. Which is sad, because it, it, you know, it, could, it could be good, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Now, the remake tries to correct some of the problems of the first film. The thing you mentioned with the dialogue, how there's like hardly any talking, it's all just 
oh, the house, we're going to fix it. Okay, yeah. Now, the American film tries to take care of that, as Americans awfully do, by filling the air with endless noise. Yeah. So we have, so this now we have the father and the uncle, and there's just this patter back and forth. They're wiseacres, and they're making fun of each other, and they're cracking. And it's like, instead of just being dead silence with occasional lines, it's ten minutes of non-stop dialogue, and after the first three minutes, you just want these people to die so they'll stop talking. Yeah. It's just incessant. It's just, and just kind of, dude, do you people ever shut the fuck up? I mean, really, shut up. And here's and, a tip um, for you. Oh, here's a tip. If you're going to make a film where a, with a father and a daughter, get an actor and actress to have some kind of age difference between them. What, what do you mean? Come on, how old was that guy? 30? 35? And she looked like she was in her 20s. We'll say 40. Uh, she was. Uh, that's Elizabeth Olsen. She is one of the sisters of the Olsen twins, um, who throughout the film could not cry without sounding like she was laughing and couldn't stop making duck face. Mm-hmm. Which her sisters are absolutely fucking famous for. Right. I, I practically they fucking invented it, if you ask me. Uh-huh. Um, now, don't get me wrong. She's very pretty. but yeah. And her acting isn't atrocious, but uh, she's born in 1989. So, yeah, that would put her at around 23. But I think that's how old she's supposed to be in this film. She's supposed to be in oh, her early, early 20s. I'm not well, buying. He the... looked like he was like forty. I mean, he could have had her young, so, twenty. So she's. Her... I, I'm so not she... going to shit on that because. Oh please! Uh, I'm I'm not going to shit on that because. I got it because for... there's you got you nah. got to sell, especially when she's like all meek and everything, and like quiet under the gun. It's like give me a give me a father that's imposing. Give me a father that's you know looks older. Give me somebody that with a bit of age to you know give me anything. This guy looks like. I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that there's that much of an age difference that he was molesting her as a child. I'm not buying. I'm not buying enough of an age difference for the uh, uncle who's supposed to be like. like they kind of play it like the younger, cooler uncle. They're the same right. fucking age. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. This guy's not selling me old. I don't care if you put a little speckle of gray somewhere in there. It's, he's not selling it. It's like it's like the Reed Richards character from uh, the the uh, John Carpenter Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> When when he's visiting her when he's visiting yeah. her as she's like twelve and he's a you know he's a college student and then later on they put white streaks in his hair to make him look older and he's marrying him they're the same fucking age come on I okay that's different this I, I think I think you're off I think you're wrong I I, I I think he he pulls off that he's probably uh, in his late thirties or early forties and that yeah. she's in her uh, late teens early twenties you know twenty one whatever it is and he, he, I, I think you're shitting on it for the wrong reason. I, I don't think that uh, you can't. It, it, I don't. I don't think it plays uh, as much as you're making it out to be. I really don't. It it built a wall for me to actually believe that you can't give me a character that could easily be in their early twenties and probably is, and give me a father figure that could easily be in his late thirties. There's not enough there. I mean, if this guy got married out of high school and had a kid, I'm still expecting him to look a bit more weathered. I something. I no. Now, be, you know what I, so, I what I find I, I, in both films, uh, the father who I bought a father in the in the, in the Spanish film. <laughs> it's like well, yeah, he 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 looks like he, he's in his late forties, early fifties. There's um, a dirty old. Yeah, but in in both films, they they make it 
like the father and the daughter have this great relationship and everything's great and she doesn't remember anything about and to be oh. honest I, I and i can kind of buy that a bit but no, not much if, if the american you, know, version... you don't just you don't just push that out completely where you don't remember anything where no, it's like, american... hey you know my dad he's so awesome the American the American film tips the hat too easily though. The Spanish film they kept it okay. There's the father, there's the daughter, there's a good relationship. She loves him. The American one was too like the first the first dialogue between the daughter and the father. Oh, uh, you leave those tools there. You better get them out of there. We don't want them rusting now. And then like what ten minutes later, if everybody did what I said, everything'd be fine. So oh, okay, he's overbearing and treats her like a child. I mean, it's, it's just they 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 tip but, their hat too soon that this is a dark character. Well, yeah. But she's laughing at everything the whole time, like, "Oh, Dad, you're crazy," you know. Uh, but but like when they're going I'm, back and forth, and the, they actually ha get into a bit of a tiff, and he's telling them, you know, you know, uh, forget it, uh, do it yourself, and all that. And the whole time, she's just kind of like smirking. It's like, "Ah, oh, that's what they do." But it, they they play off the tension too quickly. I felt it's like it's so obvious it's there. So like, it, there's there... yeah, maybe if you hadn't seen the the original, uh, it, it, it wouldn't have been as apparent. But I don't know. Uh, 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 it, it becomes off very apparent after watching the original. Uh, so. it, it becomes very apparent when they when they completely go off the rails in the second half, and we have imaginary friends helping her out, and now she, and then she's suddenly like watching them. I mean, the uh, the Spanish film, the allusion to the sexual encounters is she finds a baby carriage full of Polaroids, and the Polaroids have this young girl like in, on a bed and stuff, and you're like, well, who, you know, it, it, you're not sure if it's her or not because they're all you know, kind of cloudy and stuff. So it kind of, like, hints at that, and it's like weird kind of, you know, imagery, too. The American film, because Americans are much more subtle, she she sees a vision of her in a, in a fucking uh, tutu, a ballerina outfit, being led away by her father, like, after they, well, see, that wasn't so bad, was it? Taking pictures <laughs> of her. So what the fuck? Really? Really? We had to go this over the top? And then, of course, we have to have the scene where she confronts them uh, you know, talking to her imaginary friend, and now we got to show her crazy. It's so like blatantly American, where we just can't do anything. Our our filmmakers have no sense of subtlety, right? I mean, you tell me you weren't rolling your eyes during all of that. Oh, American uh, dude, it's a terrible film. I, <laughs> so yes, it huh? makes the first <laughs> right. Yeah, no, yeah. I, it, no, it's a terrible film, uh, and. I just think the couple of things that you're criticizing, like you know the father being the, the age that he looks, I, 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 to me that's the least of this film's problems. It. It's the least of this film's problems. I agree. But I'm just I'm still stating I, I'm not buying it. So, but but the uh, film does still does the same thing too. Where there's a good half hour of her walking around and hiding, and oh I don't know, and it's just. You know, if anything, it, 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 there's a little more going on because they throw the imaginary friend in there, too. Right. Oh, sure. But it's, but it's still just as much much to do about nothing. And, and, and so you're seeing this whole string of horror films now that are getting good reviews for some reason. You know, between the Silent House, uh, which I don't think got as, as good reviews. But then no, all the films were like 5.2 on IMDb. Yeah, those not so much. But then this Ty West shit. And and it's all the same thing. I watched all these films in like a one month period, and it's just I'm being inundated with these horror films that are literally just 
nothing. Let's do nothing. Let's do nothing. This is how you build tension, right? By having nothing? No, that's not how you build tension, Ty. No, but see, they're not doing anything, and then you know something's going to happen, so that builds attention, right? No, Ty, we're just waiting for nothing to happen. But now they're talking, and it's kind of casual talking, so it's undertone. That's tension, right? No, Ty, it's not tension. I'm bored. Get the fuck away from me. No, but see, but now now she's going to turn around, and now that thing's going to scare her. So we built the tension, right? No, you just shocked us in the middle of the silence. That's not tension. You know, you know what's interesting about you mentioning tension and, 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 and whatnot? Uh, I was just farting around on the internet, and uh, Dark Knight Rises came up, and they were you know talking about Bane and the Joker and all that, and I was looking up, uh, or I came across a video that showed like the Jack Nicholson Joker back, uh, Cesar Romero, you know all these Jokers, you know all like who had the best laugh, and, and they were showing them all. Well, in doing that search, I found uh, this the jail scene where Batman interrogates the Joker. Mm-hmm. And it the only thing it's it's labeled as is Heath Ledger amazing acting, and you watch it, and the tension, the buildup of the tension in that scene alone, just with the music in the background about how Batman now has to choose between Harvey Dent and his girlfriend, is just it's fucking extraordinary. You know what I noticed? I mean, I, like I the tension, watched- the buildup is fucking amazing. I just watched recently because I've, I've been amassing my digital collection now, uh, you know, uh, liquida- liquidating all my DVDs and putting it all on digital. And so I'm mm-hmm. watching that. I noticed that scene for some hot reason I didn't notice before, but watching it by myself late at night, that scene you mentioned that you mentioned the audio, and it actually irritated me this time watching it because I had the sound up late. And you're right, there is that build. But it, there's that background noise where literally as they're talking where in the last... Like, mm, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, it got to me. <laughs> I was like, really? I didn't, I, I didn't notice it the first three or four times, but whatever sound setup I had that time, it was like really fucking irritating because it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Jim... Uh, I'm, I'm, waiting for, um, I'm waiting for Jim Carrey to run by from uh, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> You know, uh, maybe I, I saw it in a totally different situation. And I'm like, I was enjoying that squeal nope. because again, it was like it was just building and building and building. But again, I, this is the fifth, sixth time I've seen the film right? Uh, all the way through. And, but it's the first time it must be my sound setup was just a bit different because I just found it very overpowering and annoying. So yeah, it might have been mine was much more bassy. So, you know. But but even it's not even that it's also the the uh, you build up two characters like that and then when they're clashing there's the tension because you know there's this kind of there, there's this dynamic opposition here that they they're really they're clashing and it's you know nothing's gonna be resolved and the tension builds there and the tension doesn't build when you're just watching two hotel clerks talk about stuff and you know <laughs> and we're Oh, we're going to record tonight? Oh, we're going to record tonight, and we'll record over here. I don't like you a lot, you know, it's okay. But, you know, she's an actress, you know, oh, that's good. I'm going to say, ah, there's a ghost! So what's going on? <laughs> Is that... you, can, uh, you know, you can you can sit somebody in a chair, and every 15 yeah. minutes, every half hour, wing a tennis ball at their head, they're going to jump. <laughs> that's not fucking tension. Yeah. Uh, all right, I think it's time to end this episode so that I can attempt to save the audio. If you can hear this out there in internet land, I did it. If you are not listening, then apparently I did not. You find this 20 years from now, this is a found footage episode. Yeah. I'm going to go with the, the soft music because it's the only thing I can control. <laughs> <laughs>
Because <laughs> it's so somber and sad that we may lose this episode. Is that the love theme from Movie Sucktastic? It is the love theme. <laughs> been- All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for uh, another episode of Movie Sucktastic, episode 81. You've been listening to Movie Sucktastic, people. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, Sucktastic.com. All your movie sucktastic. You yeah, want to no get one can hear the- what you're saying. There's something with your mic. I don't know what it is, but there's something well, with it. Covering now. Covering now. It's weird. It's like fading in and out on its own. It's just doing something weird. I think you caused the problem on my end. Yeah, with me. <laughs> all right. If you want to visit us at moviesucktastic.com, you can download all our uh, podca- uh, podcasts there. You can go to iTunes, and while you're there, leave us some reviews. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Hey. Yeah. Maybe it's your shitty computer messing up my sound watch breaking the video. I doubt it. (laughs) Oh, movie movie challenge. Real quick. Ah, you got a movie challenge for me. Okay, give it to me. Oh, actually, I got a guess, right? No, you don't have to guess. I'm just going to tell you. Because you reacted so well to the Italian-American portrayals in Titanic. Oh, no. I'm giving you Going Ape with Tony Danza. Oh, come on. Because because there's a line in the film that I'm now going to be like, I text message. Didn't hear a word you just said. That's because you're, you're, that's because you're, you're No, this is all, dude, this is all on your end. How could it be my end? How could I be doing anything to you? How, how could your computer freeze up and everything while we're recording? I don't know. That's to be determined. Going ape. It hasn't done it for a couple of months. Going ape. Going ape. All right, I'll have to check that out. That's for next week. Enjoy your Italian brethren at their finest. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll we'll talk to you next week. Little song and danza, anybody? Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>